0: mostly normal gamers podcast i'm one of your hosts sim game shane pavlik today we are talking about dreams we are gonna talk about some last of us 2 news and many other things to come this is episode 34 we are recording on wednesday february 12th 2020 i'm joined by aj mostly initials id what up dude
1: hello how are you guys doing pretty Good,
0: good We also have the pharmacist with the sharpest wits, Johnny Samsonite himself, a.k.a. Dr. Feelgood, John Swanson. What up?
2: What's up, man?
3: Not
2: not a whole lot. You guys having a
0: a good week so far? Yeah, Yeah. I am.
1: Yeah. Chilling like a villain.
0: Dude, stop breaking the law and you won't be a villain,
3: man. Come on, dude. That's a good one.
0: If you want to be a part of the conversation or you have a pressing question you want to weigh in on, you can reach us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter, or if you think tweeting is for the birds, you can send us an email at MNGamersPodcast at gmail.com. John, dude, <laughs> you were telling me that your son, Guy, had to get some stitches and then recently got him removed. What's up with that?
2: Yeah, dude, and he's two and a half he likes to sleep in his uh pack and play and he likes to sleep with trucks
0: he's, oh no
2: yeah he's like no stuffed animals or anything for that kid it's <laughs> trucks it's, it's hard to it all the time so and the only way he can make it you can't put him in. he wants to do everything by himself so he can't pick him up and put him in his pack and play he wants to figure out a way to get in there so he climbs up on a chair and dives in there and everything's fine whatever this particular time he Takes to this truck with him. And then, apparently, I wasn't there. I was at work. Goes face first into the truck and lands on his lip. <laughs> oh, and it's, no. like, oh, gushing blood. Shit. And my wife had to bring him into the hospital to get stitches while I'm working at said hospital. Man. So that was a good time. But, yeah, he just got him off last week. And we took him in. I didn't know how rudimentary it was to take out stitches. Otherwise, I would have done them at home because the medical assistant who did it, she was, like, Shaking like a leaf, oh, and then no. she had to like go get a different set of tweezers, <laughs> and she came back, same thing, shaking like a leaf. I was like, you're gonna fucking miss and cut his lip wide open. So she had to go get somebody else to come in and do it.
3: And oh, that poor was like a
2: leaf too, but like eventually got him open, got him out, and he's good. It's kind of Damn, a pain dude. in the ass, but yeah. Lower boys length. be boys, man. Is
0: it upper lip or lower lip?
2: It's his upper lip.
0: I have a scar right underneath my lip from when I was a small kid. I fell on something. I don't remember what my parents told me, but I don't know. But I still (laughs) see see the scar every time I shave. Yeah,
3: exactly.
1: I got hit in the face by a softball. Oh, shit. (laughs) I was playing first base, and there was like a really speedy runner. So the shortstop just whipped it at me, and I took my eye off the ball for a split second to make sure my foot was on the bag. And it, like, tipped the top of my glove and hit me right in the lip. I was lucky I didn't lose teeth,
2: but I've got kind yeah. of a sexy scar from it. <laughs> yeah, dude.
3: Sexy dude, I, scars.
2: I've got one on my chin from riding my bike and the chain broke, and I flipped over my Oh, no. Tires.
3: The oh, classic coolest chain one. Yeah.
2: My friend and I, when we were, like, probably four years old, were seeing who could slide the farthest on their knees while listening to Billy <laughs> Idol. And I, I won because I slid on my knees right into the fucking piano bench and got a a scar right above my like left eyebrow. Oh,
3: Oh,
0: man, (laughs) guys, that's awesome. Uh, It's a a lot of scar talk uh, starting off this Mostly Normal Gamers podcast. (laughs) And AJ, I think you did another side hustle. So why, why don't you tell us a little bit about that side hustle you did?
1: I did do a recording of a side hustle series episode with the only underscore jewels. That's her Twitch handle. She was a pleasure to talk with. We have discussed me joining her stream as a guest. We'll see if we can get that organized. I know she Sweet. mostly plays on Xbox, but I think she was working on getting her PSN online up and running as well or something. So we'll see if we can connect at some point and do a little. I don't know I've never been on a stream before, so I think it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah you, dude, you you could show your scars, like. I could. Sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> well, oh man, awesome.
1: I didn't even think about that. Do I have to be on the video?
2: <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> yes, usually it's. Usually it's the game. I don't know, dude. I logged onto Twitch yesterday, and there was some like girl doing yoga. <laughs>
3: what?
2: <laughs> so yeah, I mean. I'm oh, for it. <laughs> so I don't
0: know. Oh, that's funny. Well, why don't we dive into what we're playing? John,
2: what have you been playing, man? Let's see. I have been playing Kentucky Route Zero. Have you guys heard of this game? Oh,
1: yeah, I have dude. not at all. And when I saw it pop up on my Switch, like, your friend's playing Kentucky Road Zero. I was like, what the fuck? Is he, like, racing horses or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Oddly enough, it does, like, the logo on the front is a horse. Oh. But that has more has to do with the first scene of the storyline, I guess, than anything else. But it's more of a graphic novel, kind of. Yeah, it's. I would call it a graphic short story with some interactive parts. The interactive parts are very minimal and more selecting dialogue. Dialogue isn't so much yeah, the, for example, um, what am I thinking of? Fallout or The Outer Worlds, where... It's kind of exhaustive or depends on your level in a certain characteristic of your character. Mm -hmm. It's you pick one and then it goes on with the story, which is kind of cool. It makes you feel like it's kind of moot, like they want you to interact in some way, shape or form, and then just give you four lines of dialogue to pick from. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it really actually impacts where the story goes after that. So Um, it's
0: episodic and... You know, it was released in 2013, and then this Switch bundle, which I'm assuming you're playing on Switch, what well, was yeah. just released a, a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah. I, I've heard good things about it, but the first, the beginning portion of the game, because it was made in 2013, feels very 2013, but yeah. as you make it through, it it, get, it gets a much better feel to it,
2: towards like sure. a modern game. Or are you running into that? I would, I'm almost done with Act 3, I think, and... Okay. I still feel like it's similar to the other two acts that I've completed. I've heard the fifth act really kind of turns the tables on you. But as far as its interaction, the story opens up. It's very obscure at the beginning. So you have no clue. It reminds me kind of like Control or an episode of, what's that show? Twin Peaks? Mm, Twin Peaks, yeah, yeah. Where it's kind of just really weird you have no idea what's going on this guy is trying to deliver a tv to this address
3: he hey death stranding
1: spoiler cast was before before <laughs> so, what i don't what? know it sounds oh, like you're I, talking I, about Death stranding like was oh. really <laughs> the stuff before that was like even more crazy
3: <laughs> yeah exactly
2: that's a good point
3: yes
2: uh it, this is much less fun as far as its interaction it opens up after that obviously it has a larger point this kentucky route zero is a road that Mm. seemingly is nowhere and goes nowhere and i think it's larger point i'll talk more on it next week i suppose but i think the larger point is people in a certain level of destitution and maybe debt and Mm. just kind of people down and out like working class people being down and out are you, you trying to say? tell
1: me yeah. that like the road is a metaphor for, for debt and you're like the road to nowhere is like you not being able to climb out of
2: kind debt of, okay yeah, <laughs> exactly. i mean i think that's a good way to put it and i mean it might change but mm-hmm. that, it takes a long way to get there like i didn't reach that kind of not necessarily conclusion but right um you know that wasn't necessarily where i thought it was going until this act where it kind of becomes a little bit more clear that that's where they're Going with it, and there's some obscure stuff that doesn't really make a lot of sense yet, and I don't know that it will. And also, like random question. Yeah.
0: Do you like poetry?
2: Uh, Well, (laughs) to answer your question, why don't I tell you the quatrain I wrote for my wife on her Valentine's Day, saying, "Do you guys want to hear
1: this?
2: Let's hear it. Yeah. Yes. I have to find it." So you might have to edit this part out.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, I, I actually just wrote one that says, your love is so strong, dot, 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 that I'm willing to participate in Hallmark holidays. <laughs> nice. Or something like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, I mean, and but and it's like,
1: we're like four years good. in, right? Or whatever. So if this was like the first Valentine's Day, I don't think I would have tried that.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I mean, as a married man, I think I would have. I don't know, Shane, you've been married longer than I have, have, what, two more years of buying flowers and doing this shit before I can just kind of cash in my chips and call it a day, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, So here's a funny story. My wife and I, before we were married, like when we were dating, our very first Valentine's Day, like leading up, we... Talked about like how Valentine's Day is stupid, we're not gonna do anything like that. So I didn't buy her a card or anything.
3: Um,
0: (laughs) And then she bought me a card uh, and gave it to me on Valentine's Day, and I was like, oh fuck. And she was like, well, you know, I thought you'd at least buy me a card, you know, it was our first one. So then on St. Patty's Day of that year, I bought her a St. Patty's Day card.
1: That's a great uh, story.
0: Just count
2: yourself lucky that she stayed with you. No shit.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, so. um,
0: uh, I, I am very lucky that that is true. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, you guys that ready for great. this? I'm sure. ready for it. There once was a girl by the name of Allie. But the reason she's loved cannot be tallied. Among them would be her smile, her laugh, and certainly her hills in her valley. Can't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that's oh! Dude, I was not expecting
1: good. that. <laughs> Neither was I. I was really like, good. this is really, really sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh, so uh, the reason I asked about the poetry question was because I've heard that Kentucky Route Zero is very poetic. All yeah. of the writing and you, there's like even a part where I think you have to like create a poem or something mm-hmm. in the game from what I've heard. And I'm oh, really you fascinated have to, like, about sing...
2: that. A song, kind I'll of a song. You make up God, the lyrics yeah, yeah, yeah. of the song, kind of. But again, it's it's which is kind of cool, but it leads me to think that there's a story there, and then it's like they put these four pieces of di- dialogue in more as kind of filler to tell what they want to tell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And let me be also very clear that this is not my type of game, and. Mm. They were talking a lot about it on the Waypoint podcast, so I thought I'd check it out. It, it's just not something that I generally enjoy is playing a video game that's minimally interactive and in telling a story. It's kind of like a point-and-click adventure.
3: Mm-hmm, very much sure. like that,
2: actually, and it's just not my type of game. And I know this going into it, but I do it anyway because I fear they're good and like to try them out and see if maybe... This one will change my mind. And I'm not saying it's a horrible game. It's just not in my wheelhouse, I guess. Yeah.
0: It's definitely Um, on my list of games to check out when the time is right for me.
2: I think I said this last week, but anytime I don't like a game, I think to myself, I bet Shane would like this game. (laughs) And I don't know why that is. That's funny. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Because you like sim games and I've always hated sim games. You guys are the,
1: yeah. the
2: car and the ha of... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs> um, the other game,
2: I've been going back to MGS4, which is nice. really solid, man. It still holds up pretty well. I'm only a couple hours into it, but huge fan of those games, man. It, it'll forever be difficult for me to decide if that or Zelda are my favorite series of all time. It's a Good fucking game. Then I know AJ played this and perhaps finished it. The Journey to the Savage Planet, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Slappy, slappy,
3: slappy. Yeah, slappy, <laughs> slappy. Maybe we
2: should play Just, some co-op and it would dude, be. You have have you ha- have you played with anybody yet? No, no. Okay, yeah, Every you time you
1: have to see someone else slapping things or slapping yeah. the air or slapping you because that <laughs> is the best
2: part. So yeah. Far. Every time you've been able to play, I've been. Wiped out and gone to yeah. bed right away, pretty much. So we'll find the but time. It's, it's good. It reminds me a lot of Metroid Prime. So you discover things and then you unlock ways in which to get to them. And I, I told AJ after I finished it, I think I could see it getting the six that it got on IGN. I don't think it's a terrible game, but the you get one weapon and it's not a good one, and the shooting is poor. And yeah, AJ's point was like, well, that's not the point of the game. The point of the game is exploration. And he's right about that. But I like a good mix of killing things and exploring, yeah. like Tomb Raider.
1: I just love hunting those birds.
2: Yeah. It's kind of around kicking them. <laughs> yeah, until they all start attacking you, and then they blow up.
1: Yeah, and there's so many different kinds. There's, like, ones with amber on them and ones with acid yeah. on them yeah lava ones
0: (laughs) seriously what did the birds ever do to
1: you dude they
2: asked for it (laughs) it. like the, i think Um, one of the first things like your first objectives is to just fuck with the birds i think so throw some stuff to them and then they eat it and then you slap them like hey go slap (laughs) that bird (laughs) nice
3: yeah Um, and to like
1: get health you like slap the health plants just like yeah. walk up and slap, you slap the everything. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> to
2: get things, you slap them. It's great. Yeah, That's it's pretty awesome. good. But I, I don't know, AJ, I'll let you expand upon that because I've been talking a lot and I can maybe interject with my thoughts. But
1: Don't have much more thoughts than I think I talked about before because I've only made it a little bit farther. I mean, it's kind of more of the same, like you mentioned. It's more of the same, but cooler. I mean, now I'm doing more platforming. I have. Like a, not not like a hover, but almost like a mini double jump. And yeah. I, I need to upgrade my boots to get like a boot smash in order yeah. to like get into the next spot. So that's where I'm yeah. at right now. I've gotta collect some shit and make my stompy boots so I can yeah. stomp through this grate and get in <laughs> yeah. to wherever. I just have to like collect the next resource or something.
2: Yeah, you're pretty you're relatively close to the end, I think and okay. i was surprised at how it ended just kind oh. of, it ends rather abruptly and then you can continue exploring after mm-hmm. that actually you're expected to unless you have already collected everything yeah um but i was like eh, i think i'm good oh there's what no it? map dude yeah that's one of the things where i was like well there's all this stuff that i can like i got the stompy boots for example and there are other things that i can stomp through but I don't know where they are, and I've seen <laughs> them, but I don't know where they are. I can't mark them on anything, so I'm just kind of up in the air like, no, I don't, I guess, I don't know. I don't really want to walk all the way around aimlessly until I come across something.
1: What did you think about the commercials that they made, like the fake commercials that you see? Oh, And how uh, funny is it when they're like, when you get back home, which thing are you going to do? And then they're like, that just got harder or whatever i don't want to
2: spoil it exactly but (laughs) yeah like the surveys they give you yeah they do like funny surveys yeah Yeah, they said like one of the surveys is on are are you having fun like you know exploring (laughs) this is the company that hired you to do it or whatever so i'm like it's fine and they're like wow that's almost worse than just saying no you're not having fun
1: that's great i had i had it ask me that's awesome what you think of your partner and I was like, they're great. And they're like, what, are they standing right there? <laughs> Groovy, with me? <laughs> I was like, actually, they are. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, the comedy hits occasionally. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's fine. Yeah. It's right yeah. <laughs> You've been playing anything else, man?
1: Well, I finished the battle pass for Call of Duty, which I'm pretty happy about, because I didn't think I was going to get there.
0: You did all was it a hundred?
1: Yeah, it was a hundred uh, levels and I didn't buy any team. either. I think I got like one level skip in the rocker pack I bought or something like that.
0: Dude, that's awesome. Congrats. Okay, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's pretty awesome. I don't think I'll complete the next one. It's the last like five, maybe even ten levels felt like work. And I was like, No, I gotta finish, I'm so close.
2: Yeah. So is it like multiplayer? stuff
1: that you have to finish or
3: what it's like, basically you...
1: just like an extra level there's like your rank and then there's the your battle pass level and you get free things from it even if you don't have the battle pass there's like certain tiers that are free
0: yeah like, so there's yeah. a free route and then if you pay for it then you get like four times as much yeah
2: stuff, maybe even five times as much stuff that, And this is if you just do the free route. mm -hmm. But the things, like the ways you're leveling up are all within the multiplayer, right? Yeah,
1: you can do it in, I think, any mode online. I think you can do it with that co-op mode as well. Oh, cool. So it's not just versus, but yeah, multiplayer. Oh, speaking of, like, my rocker skins or whatever, Gabe and I were playing with Dylan from the rocker, not from the team, he just works for them, and we were playing Domination... And the cutoff is 200 points, right, for the winner, and I've had games with other people where we tie, like, 200-200, but somehow we lost the game 201-200, which I didn't even think was possible. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so they must have, like, gotten a double kill or something, like, had 99, 199, and then gotten a double kill or something. I'm not sure how exactly it's possible, but yeah. that happened. Maybe then, it
0: was, like, the match style you were doing that allowed that. I, I don't know. I'm just yeah, like Yeah,
1: almost um, like an overtime.
0: Yeah, correct. Like,
1: first point wins or something. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have no idea. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. And then I played Greedfall, which is an RPG that oh, yeah. came out early in 2019. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I'm liking it a lot. And Yeah. I understand the criticisms of it because it feels like I'm playing a Mass Effect game set in colonial times with magic. It's got like the same little bit of like jank when you're walking around like (laughs) the cities and you also have two companions by your side that fight with you and you can kind of like play off each other. It's not as cool as Mass Effect where you have like the combos and stuff, you know. It really does some awesome things. Like, after a long mission, it asked me if I wanted to go instantly back to the village instead of, like, making me walk all the way back, which was, like, a really nice...
2: Fast travel. They
1: call it ease of life or whatever.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Are are there, like,
0: in Mass Effect, are are there choices that you... Like, dialogue trees and stuff, or...?
1: Yeah, that's one thing that I was going to warn people about this game is... It's like an AJS game because Mass Effect is like one of my favorite games ever and I fucking love just sitting there being in dialogue and like choosing different things and this game, the way the upgrading works really makes it so the way you build your character matters a lot. Like I've got my guy up to full chemistry, so I can basically convince people to do whatever I want, but I can't like nice. block pick anything. so i can't like get in a door unless i have the key eventually i'll unlock that but there's like three levels of upgrade points there's um a skills tree an attributes tree and a talents tree they each come at like different intervals like you get a skill point every level an attribute point every like two or three and then a talent point every like four or something or four or five or something like that i haven't been able to figure out the exact numbers but there's like different tiers of upgrading, so it's really awesome. Actually, like how detailed you can, awesome. yeah, how you can like make your character really to your play style.
2: Is it similar you know, to Skyrim? Then it it, it's, it sounds Skyrimy. In a way,
1: it is, because you're like going into doors and just talking to people. Yeah. And another thing I've noticed is it seems like they wasted a lot of effort on just hallways and rooms and floors of buildings that are completely unnecessary like i'll have to go to a certain waypoint and i'll turn the wrong way and i'll end up in like three or four different like completely empty rooms so i don't know if they'll come into play later but it's like walking like they wasted all these hours on developing these just empty rooms that are beautiful but there's like no purpose for them
2: days gone did that a little bit you would go mm. up and down floors and you'd be like, oh, there must be some sort of material I can use up here. Nope, just nothing. It mm-hmm. was pretty rude. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they just ran out of time or something.
1: Yeah, so it's really cool. Like, it's, uh, like, you start out basically in what would be London, kind of, and the whole point is you're going to, like, the New World or whatever, and there's these two factions there and there's the Natives, Um, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to affect the outcome of the game, but I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that the natives kill, like, everybody. (laughs) If I can, I want the natives to come out on top. (laughs) Nice. Do you know how long the the game is? I don't know how long it is, and I've only so far in, but I think it's going to be pretty long, because just the side quests I've been doing, I've probably played, like, 10 hours, and I haven't even done very, very much of the actual game, and the combat... I guess is the last thing I'm gonna talk about. It's pretty freaking awesome. It's like third person live action combat and you can also hit the bumper and pause the action for a second and like select what people are doing and then it like resumes and just goes back to the live action oh, until yeah. you want to pause it so again. Like,
2: that's a lot like mass effect then.
1: Mm-hmm. Like the two other companions will attack on their own, but you can also like tell them what to do. And then for the techniques, there's so many different techniques. Like, my guy, I have chose to have magic, and you can choose, like, magic, single blade, heavy blade, and guns, and they're all done as, like, techniques. Like, to shoot the gun, you map it to a button, and then you hit that button, and it shoots the gun one time at him. So, it's kind of cool. It has 12 different buttons, like, the entire D-pad, and then holding right sugar, the entire D-pad, and all the symbol buttons are all able to be mapped so you can like just make your own shit it's awesome i highly recommend people play this game but also like i said it looks like i'm playing an old bioware game (laughs) which isn't a problem for me but if you're looking for top of the line shit then maybe look elsewhere but if you're just looking for an rpg that you can get lost in conversation with and make things happen like, what, at one, t- one point, I was going to meet with the leader of this faction who was in a war with the natives. And one of my companions was the daughter of the queen of the natives. And she's like, you shouldn't bring me to this meeting. I'm not going to be able to control myself in front of this person. And I was like, oh, OK. So I, like, went back to the camp and, like, traded out my companions because you always have to have two people with you. And then went back-, back to talk to him, like, without her. So it's, like, cool stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah that
2: is cool. Yeah, that yeah, that does sound very Mass effect If I remember correctly, this is a, that studio's third attempt at, like, larger game. Like, a and I mean larger as far as, like, appeal, audience appeal. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what their previous two were, but I've heard good things. I don't know, I wanted to play it, but last year was super busy, so I kind of forgot yeah. about it until you brought it up this year.
1: This was a good time before all the other games start coming out. Yeah, next month is
2: kind of where it all
1: starts. Mhm. Shane, what have you been playing?
2: So, the
0: game I've played the least, but I want to just talk about very briefly is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Nice. And I dove into it and just played one capital uh, capital supremacy round just because when the new Call of Duty download came it was my game was downloading so i i couldn't play that and i wanted to play a shooter and i was mentioning Fortnite, and i was like oh maybe i'll I'll play Fortnite. and i was like didn't have it on my ps4 so i started redownloading a ps4 wasn't ready and i was like man what am i gonna fucking play that i can shoot something (laughs) um and i was looking through my library and lo and behold there was star wars battlefront 2 and i was like oh I, I have not played this in a really fucking long time. So I logged in and holy shit. I loved it. <laughs> I, I was kind of blown away by the graphics. I don't know if they've done like a graphical fidelity enhancement or something, but the graphics looked incredible. And I was doing a capital supremacy, which reminded me a lot of Battlefield where, you know, I would die and then I'd get to be able to pick where I respond And then, you know, you'd have the defending points and overtake the certain areas, which the last time I played was not a thing in Battlefront 2. So mm-hmm. uh, I really liked that addition. And yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I actually think I'm going to dive in some more. That, that that's how much I, I was enjoying it uh the one thing that kind of pissed me off which happened the last time i played battlefront 2 was some rubber banding uh in the multiplayer matches uh, and i was like god why is it doing this but it wasn't as bad as it was before so then i was like maybe this is a hardware issue so i as aaron uh, was saying last week defragging his console I was like, you know what? I'm gonna defrag my console. So last night, after I got home from soccer, I defragged my console, and it was actually very quick. It was done in like two minutes or something. Um, but while I was, yeah, uh, while I was waiting for it to defrag, I got sent down another lane of how to increase your internet speed. And I don't know if you guys. I've done this. I, I sent you guys the link, but connecting to Google's DNS drive. Mm-hmm. So I did a, a speed test speed. on my PS4, and it was, like, not very good. And then I followed these instructions and made my DNS server 8.8.8 8. 8. 8 and 8.8.44. 8. 4. And
2: then did a speed test, and it was
0: way faster. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck?
2: So like How much faster did you like, did, how many megabytes per second or whatever?
0: My up was 10 before I did it, and then it went to 26. So, oh, damn.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's um, crazy. pretty significant. What was your down? My
0: down, uh, I don't even think my down uh, was in megabytes whenever I initially did it. I think it was oh, gotcha. in whatever it was. And then after I did it, it was at, like, uh, 4 megabytes or something. So. Oh, gotcha. Um. Yeah, so I uh, I have not had a chance to play anything online since doing that, but I hope that will solve the rubber banding issue on mm-hmm. Battlefront. I feel like I might. Also, I've played uh, a shit ton recently of Football Manager 20. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I'm just hyped that the Minnesota United season's about to start. And so uh, with Football Manager, I always start as the loons and take them to at least one league title and then i go on to the german bundesliga league and then uh, eventually i'm trying to get a job in the english premier league uh and (laughs) um so i'm on that path right now and i'm enjoying that also i have been playing a lot of shiny ski resort which is a sim game where you own a (laughs) ski resort and have to manage resources, you have to manage, you know, the people coming in, the lay of the land of your actual resort, um, you know, the lighting, the, the, the whole gamut. And I actually am pretty close to beating it. Um, so, you know, sim games can technically go on forever, but there's a rank-up system, and the highest rank you can get to is 8, and I'm on 6 right now. It's going pretty well. I, I, I'm enjoying it, but I think I'm just going to grind out, get to the level 8, and then I'll probably stop it because mm-hmm. I've done everything that I can. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, a cute game, very pixelated, and allows me to use my planning brain to create layouts. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nerd. Uh, totally. I'm a total nerd. <laughs> nerd. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> and then last but not least... I dove back into Dreams since the game has officially been launched. So in Dreams, it was strange because it actually made me go through the tutorial again. Hmm. But they changed the tutorial, so I was okay with that. And it had also been a good bit of time since I had gone through. And so while I was going through the tutorial, you know, you're using the blue light or whatever color light it is on the controller kind of as a flashlight to move your imp around and your imp is the name of the character you control that can kind of go in thing and it was having to do all these things and move the controller without using any buttons at all just moving it and using it like a flashlight and i was like man maybe i should have my daughter do this because she wouldn't have to push any buttons she'd just be pointing the controller at the tv and moving it around and breaking you know things i was like she might like that so i was thinking about that but then i dove into some things that were created so last time i dove in i found this marble madness game because again i love marble madness this (laughs) is called marble master one through five by uh the the name of the developer is nikki n-i-c-k-i-e i-s-y-o-p-p-i-e and holy fuck i made it to the second level so obviously one of five i could not get past the second level i think i broke it because there is this <laughs> giant marble holding up this kind of walkway that i realized i thought pulling it out would be the right thing to do but then i couldn't get up on the ledge I should have left it there and it would have sent me perfectly up the ledge. So I'm definitely going to try it again, having realized that. But I was like super frustrated because I had spent like an hour on the first one collecting all of the coins on there. And then I got to the second level and did that. I was like, oh, fuck, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to play something else. So I, I really enjoyed it. It, it was good. Um, I'm going to focus on completing all five missions next time rather than getting all of the coins, though.
3: Yeah.
2: What would you say for like quality? You said it was a created game, right? From a from from a community member. Yeah, from a community member. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I thought it was great. The thing about so I tried whenever I first got early access. I bought it. I think day one, maybe day two, whenever you know it initially came out. And I so I had this great idea because I have all of the time in the world that I was going to mess with creating a video game for my daughter selma and oh, right so i was going through the tutorials on how to create stuff and i was like what the fuck this is so hard yeah uh, and so i didn't even finish the tutorials there was at that time there was like 35 and so Jeez. i don't even know how many there are now they were really excellent helping explain things and working through that but i i Realized that. I was like, okay, I don't have enough time to create any games. I'm just going to play games that people create. And so Marble Master looked cool. It it kind of had, what's the best way to describe it? It kind of looked 8-bit, but I would say like an upscaled 8-bit. They they were definitely trying to make it look like Marble Madness, which I thought was cool. And so the next game I played was Death Stranding. So, somebody recreated, they were like working on a trailer for Death Stranding and created the entire world in, in dreams. So, it kind of goes from where you're on the beach and the whole logo and all of the whales and seahorses and creatures that are laying on the beach, you know? Mm-hmm. They had them all there and it was very expansive. And then they had. Some BT hands coming at you uh, uh, looked beautiful. And then it transitioned to the scene where you are. Oh, shit. What's his name? Guy um, Hardman. No, Kings.
1: no. Hardman.
0: Uh, so he
1: is BB's he's
0: fa- he's B- father. Oh,
1: shit. I've forgotten uh, his Cliff, Cliff
0: name. Clip. Oh, right. <laughs> And so, you know, when he rises up and, you know, you have the bridge scene and the Mm. airplanes flying over, it goes right to there. And as you're making your way to go under the bridge, it says, you know, this is a work in progress, work in progress, and then eventually fades out the black. And so (laughs) the uh, graphical fidelity of that obviously was not as good as the actual game of Death Stranding, but it wasn't that far off. Wow. um it was very impressive and the music they made their own music but made it similar like totally in the same vein as that stranding and it was really awesome and the transition from when you're on the beach to going into that world war type scene was fucking badass like the music design that they did was really good and engaging and i was like damn I wish there was more to this and yeah. it wasn't stopping here it was really cool I, I really liked that a lot and just seeing like hey somebody took inspiration from a game that I also love and then built it from the ground up and put it in this world like took right. an immense amount of skill in not only creating an atmosphere but then the music as well was incredible i I was really impressed and then just the fact that Media Molecule created a game that you are able to do this, creating this world, this landscape, that you can do whatever you want, is really mind blowing to me. Like I am just kind of flummoxed at how this game exists because it is such a, just a crazy good idea and really awesome.
2: I think it's cool you're enjoying it even though you're not creating stuff. So, I don't know. That makes me kind of want to pick it up because I'm not big on creating games. Like, even when I played Little Big Planet or Tearaway, I was not big on creating worlds. It's just not my thing. So, it'd be fun to jump in and play some shit other people are playing.
0: Yeah. Or sure. making, I mean. I feel like if I was in my mid 20s and had way more time than I do. I think I would be totally into creating worlds and games. I think that would be something I would be into. And I just, that's not, I don't have enough time in my life to do that and get it down. And there's so many other good games out there that free time I have, I, I want to be playing a game. I
2: don't want to be building a game. So Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Another one I I played quickly, so this was made by El Gaga, E-L-G-A-G-A. It's called Kingdom Strategy. Basically two castles, and you get X amount of points, and you're trying to take over the other castle. You can have infantrymen, a bowman, a dragon, a dog, a centaur, a wizard, or a catapult. I tried it two times and lost both times. And it's a (laughs) multiplayer game, so you're playing against other people that are locking into it.
3: Oh, that's Um, cool.
0: So, yeah, it was really cool. Graphically, it was pretty simplistic, but the gameplay was really cool. I really liked it. And then somebody created Shipment from Cobb. Fuck that. Why would you play that? This (laughs) person is called Stranger Robin. So uh, Robin spelled R-O-B-I-G-N. And yeah, no, it's straight up Shipment. And there's... (laughs) Uh, like dummies in there that you can go and get different guns and then shoot the dummies and keep move, moving your way around. It was, it was interesting. So, but then the big update that they released with the full game. So this is actually a transition to our, our news talk here.
1: News, the, news,
0: news, news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called nice. uh, Arts Dreams and. It is about a two and a half hour story where you are this kind of old jazz musician that has made bad, some bad decisions and is a very low part <laughs> in his life. You make your way through these three segments that it's kind of like a point and click adventure game, but it has every element that you can do in when it comes to creating games in there.
1: yes, yeah, so, for sure.
0: Um, there's an article that uh, Mike Fahey wrote on K- Kotaku called Arts Dreams is a Stunning Showcase of What's Possible in Dreams for PS4. Definitely give that article a read because it goes into detail in there uh, a- about the three different acts. But I really liked it. I am almost done with the third act. I just wanted to do something different, which is whenever I transitioned over to playing Battlefront 2. Uh, which is why I stopped. Um, but yeah, I was in it for you know about two hours, probably have a half an hour left, and it was really cool. I specifically liked the beat-em-up level where you're going around and smashing things with a giant hammer. You're these like cartoon, ca- uh, not cartoon characters, but stuffed animals that are supposed to be the blues musicians, or sorry, jazz musicians from when he was a kid and he finds them along this journey. It, it was really cool. I liked uh, how it panned out and I'm glad they added that into the game.
1: Yeah, according to Mike Fahey's article here, just this one sentence, it says, it's a point-and-click adventure, platform puzzler, brawler, side-scrolling shooter, vehicle shooter, and more. Plus, it's got four musical numbers.
3: (laughs) Yeah, the (laughs)
0: second musical number cracked me up. I (laughs) thought it was hilarious.
1: Good to know. Um,
0: Yeah. No, it's a good time. Dreams is awesome, and I definitely do recommend it for anybody. If you want to make a game, for sure, even if you don't, if you're just interested in the ideas of other folks, I strongly encourage it. Because there's an endless amount of possibilities in there. I've even had the idea of working on musical interludes for our show on there. <laughs> oh, like not a bad idea. What, uh,
2: what, yeah, what happened a good idea.
0: And, um, you know, if I can create something that is all right for us to use. So
2: um, I have a question for you. How is it presented to you? Like when you open up the menu, how is that list presented to you? Is it like most popular or newest or genre or? There's a lot of options. Initially, like the first
0: choice is do you want to play or do you want to create? So go to uh, play. And then from inside there, the first category is all like most popular, um, you know, things that are trending right now. It's kind of like Netflix, to be frank, where it has all these things recommended for you and you can go through. But what I typically do, there's a search button at the very top. I go to the search and then I just type in a keyword. First thing I always do is type in Marble Madness and see what comes <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, and that's how I keep finding these Marble games. And then I type in strategy, and that's how I found the Kingdom Strategy. But that's also how I found uh the Death Stranding, too, because as I was typing in S T-R-A, it was like Death Stranding. I was like, oh what, what is that? I was like, somebody created a Death Stranding thing in here. Like, I'm gonna check that out. So that is the way I prefer to do it is to type in random things I and know. see what happens.
3: So,
2: okay, cool. Get out of my dream. It is my car. Where are we take going? Take me to Pax East.
3: Where I are we going? To. Oh my
1: yeah. God. I love that. We've got a new best transition. Ever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. A remix of
2: a sweet-ass 80s song. But seriously, I can't wait for Last of Us, two. That game is fucking sweet, and I kind of wish I were able to go to Boston next week and play it. Because apparently I, you can do I that. No,
0: dude. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'm excited to hear what folks have to say after they've had an hour to patrol with Ellie and Dina. Are either of you going to go on Blackout to kind of avoid? Or... Or are you going to indulge in
1: everything that folks talk about? That's a good question. I'll probably watch a little bit of it. It'll be like Death Stranding for me where I avoided most of it. But when that huge trailer dropped and everyone was hyped, I was like, all right, I got to go watch this. happened to me with Death Stranding too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know Um, if I would watch like an hour stream if somebody released it or if they got permission to put out footage. I wouldn't watch that. But I'll watch like a clip trailer or something.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not big I,
0: uh, on They like... probably won't uh, th- th- be able to release that. They will yeah. probably just be able to give their impressions would be my guess. But, mm-hmm. John, what were you going to say?
2: I was just going to say I I like watching, hearing people talk about what they played and watching short trailers and stuff. If anything, it increases my excitement. I mean, it's marketing, mm-hmm. man. That's why it's yeah. there. It's not there to spoil anything for you, and I don't think those – people over there those folks over there far better writers than being able to spoil something via a trailer or something like that so i don't think i'll get anything spoiled really watching it mm-hmm. watching stuff or listening to people talk about it very much so yeah, i will probably just get more amped if anything i'll sock watching it because it'll make me restless at night from wanting to play it so much yeah give me the game you guys remember that south park episode where eric carmen tries to Put himself into a coma so that he can <laughs> yeah. uh, make the release of the Okami Game Sphere. That's, that's good shit. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Sounds like a good plan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it worked for him, man. Smart kid right there, yeah. Eric Carmen. <laughs> Role model for all. Anyway, there are other games that are out right now that we could play, like Outer Worlds, I guess.
1: I played that game. I think a bunch of us did. But it looks like... I never finished it. You didn't?
2: Yeah. No.
1: Well, Eddie Mackish wrote up an article about Outer Worlds and it sold 2 million units. Which I think, for me, I actually think that was a little less than
2: they would have sold. Because it seemed like a huge deal. I didn't catch too much of that article. Why was 2K questioning the subscription model due to Two million copies. Did they just not get enough money from it being on Game Pass or something?
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is, is because it also launched on Game Pass. I'm looking right now at this article that Eddie wrote.
2: Maybe coronavirus and it's not feeling well. It'll (laughs) have a second wind once spring comes around. Dude, I am kind of bummed. I've noticed that I I like Game Pass in the fact that it allows you to play a lot of games but i don't want to play games on my xbox <laughs> like i i use my playstation when i'm at home and when i'm not at home i'm using my switch so even though i have a gaming pc and an xbox at home i still would rather place a lot of things on my switch because it's convenient to just sit on the couch or whatever your switch I or go you to bed. PlayStation for my switch okay so for a lot of games they're available on both i'm probably going to play it on my switch because i can play it anywhere Mm
3: -hmm. so it's
2: kind of cool to have that i'm kind of wondering if i'm going to buy that port because like bloodstain for example i've been playing that on game pass but i haven't really gotten very far in it because i saw them play on my pc and that's where it is and same thing with outer worlds i played it for a bit and then i can't remember what came out but something did and i decided to play that and never got back to it but i can imagine if it were on my switch i would find more opportunities to play it so i I am kind of excited for that port and to see how it runs and see where it goes from there because i don't know it's cool it's a good game it's not a bad game you finished it didn't you aj
1: yeah i finished it i thought it was really awesome the loading screens I couldn't get over. I know I I joked oh, about yeah, them a lot. Right. Yeah, but they were pretty
2: bad on PS4. Man. Yeah. I can't imagine on <laughs> Switch they're gonna be much better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude, that those loading screens would have to be insane on the
3: Switch. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know we won't know because it's delayed. Right.
2: Goddamn coronavirus. Sooner than later, kind of but thing.
0: I John, I agree with what you're saying if it, i can take it on the uh, on the road that's that's the best way unless it's a game that is you know industry leading in graphics mm-hmm. uh, or scope like a death stranding or the last of us or cyberpunk will be it's like why would i
1: not want to
0: have
2: it portable yeah I mean? yeah i it's, even thought about buying the witcher 3 on my switch just because it yeah, just seems cool, man. Like, I mean, it does. It's free on and your it Twitch, is. I just, it seems <laughs> unbelievable. You, uh, I, I,
1: I like it. I like it a
2: lot. Yeah, so I can't, exactly I can't all.
1: play that game a third time. <laughs> if I buy it again, I have only play it play twice. Thing.
2: And I never got, I never played any of the DLC. And I thought it was, I heard it was so good. So they are. kind of wants to go back and play it all over again. Yeah. So maybe highly I'll do recommend that. it. Anytime we talk about stuff like this, I get all excited, and then I go want to play it but <laughs> anyway maybe 2k will stop bitching about the fact it's only sold two million copies when it comes out on switch and sells another million or something but we yeah. shall see
0: and they'll charge um, the nintendo tax so it will be yeah
2: you know over full price <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well one more thing i kind of <laughs> wanted to bring up because i know i'm i think i'm no oh, you guys have VR even uh, has VR, at least. Yeah, you I guys. do. But uh, I saw this briefly on Kotaku, I think it was, earlier this week, about a mom who was reunited with her deceased daughter. And I didn't read a ton into the background story of how her daughter died and everything, but there's a video on Kotaku of the mom interacting with her dead daughter on in VR, and it just made me think is this where VR is going is this what it should it kind of puts forth that idea of living in a world that isn't real obviously since it's virtual reality but in ways that we haven't really considered yet
3: you You know, know like
2: putting yourself in literally a reality that's not real kind of the way that what is it ready player one I read that book a few months ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and kind of like that world where it's kind of shitty on the outside so you use it as an escape on a daily basis and then it's just what you're doing with your life.
3: Mm-hmm. Not to
2: say this is what this is leading us into but I'm just, I don't know, man. It's it definitely really strange. Yeah. Guys,
0: I, I would say isn't that video games though in a nutshell?
1: like No. Like, kind of. No. We, we, we play <laughs> games
0: no. uh, to live in a world that is out side of the norm yeah but uh, to do something else to be a dragon slayer uh okay. you know to be a, a pro athlete you know none of us slay dragons none of us are pro athletes none of us have magic powers that we can control things in a science fiction reality
2: i can pee without it holding on to my wiener that,
0: well that's that's a talent <laughs> i'll trust you on that one. <laughs> oh, all right uh, you know so I actually I have a different take than I think you guys do on, on yeah, this uh, deceased daughter in, in VR show. So fortunately, uh, I, I don't know what it's like to lose a child. That would have to be the most traumatic experience that I could even imagine. Um, yeah. And using you know VR to have a relationship and you know see your loved one who's to say how one person can cope and one can't it seems just watching the video i you know obviously i don't understand the language but she seems so happy and excited to be seeing her deceased daughter it, it doesn't yeah. seem like a, a a bad scary thing and looking at black mirror where it takes these wild technological advances and plugs us into the worst case scenario i don't think this is it you know like i don't think this mom would then spend the rest of her life in vr living in a world with her daughter that's not like that that's just not reality but if she was missing her daughter now there's a chance for her to go and see her and help her cope along the way so i actually think it's pretty cool it's not where i thought vr I have never thought I'd see anything like this in VR, but I can see why it exists.
2: Yeah, for sure. I figured it's only a matter of time before this stuff kind of comes about, you know, where we use it as a way of doing things like this. So I thought it was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. AJ, what's your take?
1: I think it's a cool concept. I think that there's a rabbit hole there that could be easily gone down that people would not come out of. Not that yeah. saying that that would every case and people can do that with fucking candy crush if they want. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, I think it's a different psychological <laughs> level when you're dealing with seeing somebody that was your loved one. I think you're running into some, and I'm not a psychologist, but I think you're running into some kind of danger there when it comes to grieving and, and coping and maybe you would never get over something that you could have if you didn't have this crutch i don't know yeah and
0: you know i'm also not a psychologist but i I think it would be circumstantial right you know Mm -hmm. every person Mm -hmm. would you know handle it differently so uh speaking of every person handling it different differently why don't we move to our mostly normal question with this vr conversation we're having uh would you guys recreate a loved one in vr if that meant you could spend time with him and if so, why
3: or why not? Doo 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 I, doo 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 doo.
2: I I would not. If I could, I always thought, I mean, it'd be cool to recreate my grandpa who died like about 10 years ago, maybe. Because we always got along pretty well. He was probably like one of the smartest people I knew and he was a physician. So it'd be fun to... We used to play cribbage a lot together, so it'd be fun to be able to sit down and play cribbage and have a conversation with my grandpa, again. that would be pretty sweet.
1: That's awesome that you say that, because I used to play cribbage with my grandpa all the time. He had a a perfect cribbage hand framed and signed by, like, everyone he was playing with when he got it, because I think the chances are, like, worse than, like, a Royal Flush, I think, or
2: something, or similar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. What would you, is that what you would do?
1: I don't think I would just because it's, I don't know, this is going to sound maybe crazy, but it almost is diminishing the time that they had that was here. Yeah. You only get one life, and it kind of goes into that concept of whether or not we should be recreating James Dean and making new movies with his likeness, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I
1: don't know. I know that's completely different because it's a national celebrity,
2: but... I just yeah. wouldn't do it I don't think because perhaps it would sour a memory or your yeah. perception yeah. or perspective of what impact that person had on your life or maybe at that even time or give you memories
1: that aren't real or something which I guess yeah. I don't know why that's a problem as long as it makes you feel good but <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> yes yeah, what about so you that, Shane
1: That's
0: an interesting part that you bring up there AJ Creating a new memory with a loved one that has deceased—is that a real memory or is it not? You know, it's a very gray area.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think that all. comes down to uh, personal choice. Like, I would rather have a genuine experience and feel shitty than a fake one that feels good. If that makes sense, yeah. and that's just me. For sure. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I think I would. I, I would see my grandmother was instrumental in raising me and passed away when I was 17. And so her seeing me in modern day, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. So.
2: Yeah, that would be cool.
0: Yeah.
2: The other thing that I thought about, too, is it's the fact that it's not that, like, especially with the grandparent, you want them to see you for who you are now yeah and that's that can't happen regardless Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because it's not a real thing
0: here's the thing though that's the beauty of vr because it tricks your body into thinking it's real um you know you believe that the world that you're in you know if you're walking on a steel beam in vr 20 stories high your legs will shake like you are actually walking up a steel beam that high you know your <laughs> body reacts like it is actually happening now you're in a vr world with somebody that's not actually there would your body be tr- tricked into believing that you're actually there with that
1: person i, I, I don't know you know we're speaking speculative nothing's uh, real yeah we're yeah, all just real. molecules yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note,
0: thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast that doesn't exist. Uh, This has been the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, episode number 34. Uh, If you enjoy our weekly podcast, it would mean a lot to us if you could give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast service you subscribe to us through. If you're not a subscriber yet, do us a favor. Subscribe to us we'd appreciate it if you want you can email us directly at mngamerspodcast at gmail.com also follow us on twitter at mngamerspodcast let us know your take on our mostly normal question and anything else we discussed here today you can find me at sim Game shane john what about you
2: i am at johnny pms tonight
1: aj you can find me at aj underscore id that's e-i-d-e give me a follow
0: Everybody, thanks so much for listening. Join us next week where we will be talking about much happier subjects than recreating deceased loved ones in VR. Uh, <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Talk to you soon.
3: Bye.
1: Bye.
2: So we just finished up the dream story. Um, Shane's you know in my <laughs> dream? Shane. <Shin. laughs> yeah, did you say movie?
0: I'm in your dreams.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no.